Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey. Hiya. Hi. This is Cinnabuds. I'm 88.9's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. I'm just thinking normally when we go in, it's always like, hey, yo. Well, I like just, hi. Hi. We're getting hi. into business here. Um, today on Cinebuds, we're not reviewing a film. We're reviewing all of, all the, films of the films that were released in 2019. Me and Kay Polly running down our top five films of 2019 each. Mm-hmm. We're going to preview some movies that are coming out on Christmas Day or like or thereabouts. Thereabouts because it's a big release. For your Christmas vacation viewing pleasure. Yes. Um, let's first sprinkle in some grains of salt. Oh, just a little sugar to help medicine go down. Uh-huh. Um, we have gross. not seen... I just creep myself out. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen all the movies that have come out in 2019. No, I've seen 90%. It's This is like, I always want to do a year-end list, but it's weird because the movie season wraps around the new year. Yeah. So it's like, we're not including Roma, which would be both of our number bleh, ones. Bleh, bleh. It would be both, it would be Christopher Pollard's Hands down, his number Roma, one. Roma, I say Bloma. <laughs> and it would be my number one. And it wasn't on our list last year because we did this oh, before yeah, yeah, we yeah. saw it. So right. um, Roma, always number one. Got in it. both of, On both of our lists, right? No. On both of our lists, it would it's be number on one. on there somewhere, but not number one. <laughs> and so, so we're not some of the ones that we didn't catch last year, and we haven't seen all of them this year. But yeah. we definitely wanted to talk about um, some of our favorites. So uh, let's run down three of them. Here? Too many. Too many? You want to do we two of them? Tease here? Him. Okay, you want to do one? Yeah, let's do one. Okay. Number five. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Um narrowing them down was hard. Yeah. Um and there's so many like really good ones that missed the list. But I wanted to make sure that Hustlers was in my top five. <laughs> 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 because I loved Hustlers so much. Yeah. And I think part of it part of it may have been like how um I how unpredictable how much yeah. I loved it was. I was going to say, if I had a top five films that I was surprised I liked, that would be at number one. For sure. Yeah. But I also think that it was legitimately a great film. It was. From beginning to end, it was so much fun. Um, the cast was so much fun. And then the plot as well, it was about friendship yeah. at the end. Um, uh, and it had a, uh, it had a, so much humanity in it, and um, I absolutely loved Hustlers, and I wanted to make sure <laughs> that it was in the top five. So number five yeah. with a bullet is Hustlers. I've never heard number five with a bullet. Uh-huh. I like it. Um, number five for me, and again, this this order that I'm giving you will change the moment I say it. Before I go into it, let me feverishly backpedal. Exactly. Um, I would say number five for me would be The Lighthouse. Lighthouse is number six on mine. Wow. So I just missed mine. That's pretty close. I'm so glad that it got into yours, though. The Light- Lighthouse is those. It's one of those films that I'm just so happy it right? exists. Right? Even though it's not a happy, it's messed up, it's dark, it's a little gross. But it's it's. I love that it's surprisingly hilarious in many parts. A lot of farts. A lot of farts. A uh, lot of weird, a lot of great sound mixing. Let's uh-huh. just say that uh, that's a little wink if you if you've seen it. Um, but it is it's an impressive movie. Performances are great, and it's just 
so weird. Yes. So weird. And you've got two huge actors who go, yeah, I want to do this really weird-ass movie. It's very much a film film. You know, it's black and white. It was shot on these cameras from, like, the 1920s. Um, It, like, creates its own kind of, like, Shakespearean language. Yeah. It's just these Wasn't two the, guys. was like, the aspect ratio is a very square. Aspect ratio is a square. square. It was really nice. Uh, so glad that it's in your. Yeah, I love that. our movie. collective top ten. Right when we get back, we're going to run down our top four, and then we're going to go into previews yeah. of movies that are coming out on the holiday weekend. Stick around. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture, fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffels offers leather and upholstery, dining and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. Okay, we are back. Welcome. Welcome to my I can't home. believe Lighthouse is number six on my list. Yeah. Just got pushed out by some things that I was just like. I'm just, it's good it's in the top 10. I mean, it's a weird, it's, it's in the top 10. Hard to place movie. God, some other ones I was like. Last Black Man in San Francisco is just outside of my list. And oh, I was like, I yeah. just want to make sure that it gets mentioned and that we talk oh, about it. I mean, spoiler. I don't know. I haven't seen your list, it so let's not joke. Don't say anything. <laughs> um, okay. Um, number four. I went first last time, so, so now you're, you're go going for first. Uh, number four. Uh, number four, uh, I think. Oh, so hard. I think number four for me might be Us. Us. Wow. Not on early my list in, at all. Oh, really? Early uh-huh. in the year. Early in the year it's coming back. Brought back horror films for me. It was uh, super stylish, funny, funnier than I thought it was going to be. What Tim Heidecker? Yeah, Tim Heidecker and the the dad. I can't remember the dad's name, but he's amazing. Um, I love Lupita Nyong'o. She's great all day, every day. Oh yeah. And then um, I love that it brought. It was funny, genuinely for me, scary and creepy, and. Very referential of film of, of horror films, and also didn't wrap everything up. I think some I was realizing after we did our podcast about it, some of my favorite horror films have unexplainable bits. Yeah, and I am fine with that. Yeah, like it's a horror film. There's you don't understand everything that's happening. Right, so, and some the of the criticisms are like, creation. oh, well, what about this? Like, oh, guys, just take a just take a lap. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they, it's supposed to, it's a horror film. It's supposed to scare you, and the story was interesting. I, I loved it a lot. I think it's on my, it's definitely in my top five. Okay, good. Number four on my list, Booksmart. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Booksmart was, <laughs> you roll your eyes I, at me. I will, let, me be, let me be very clear. I did sort of look away, but it wasn't an eye roll. It's a bit of an eye roll, y'all. <laughs> um, Booksmart was so good. It was good. It was so, it was, I think, the best writing or some of the best writing of, uh, any movie in that it just like so understood um kind of like the zeitgeist of 2019 yeah, of the, yeah. of this very particular time yeah. um its characters were so smart and it didn't it didn't stick to like conventional high school tropes or yeah. stereotypes its characters were whip smart its storyline was propulsive and super fun yeah. um 
and its its leads, its characters were played so well. It was just like I was just grinning from ear to ear the entire time. Yeah. And then on top of all that, the soundtrack was just oh, devastating. Yeah, was really it was good. just hit after hit that tied everything together, that made everything feel bigger and brighter. And uh, um, it's definitely a movie that you can rewatch over and over too. Yeah, which definitely in my top five. Booksmart number four on my list. Number four? That's number four. That's number four. Okay. Yeah, my number three is also a comedy. Mm. And I'm gonna say it is Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. I love Jojo. That kid oh that kid, I think the main kid got nominated for Golden Globe. Did he? Is the, that crazy? Not not yeah. the supporting? Not I mean he should have. His best friend. <laughs> he should have. His best friend, our world. favorite character. Yeah. Amazing. Um he what makes it been. number three? No, oh man, I just first of all, I'm passionate about comedies, and yeah. I like that Taika Waititi has a very, uh, a very, uh, very recognizable one. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not sure. it's not a broad comedy. There's right. a lot of broad comedies, and I like broad comedies. Don't get me wrong. I love MacGruber, number one with a bullet. Uh, could, God, <laughs> could not be always comes back to MacGruber. Could not be broader, but like genuinely, Taika Waititi has like a niche in comedy for me and he's doing some really cool stuff and now that i see that again i worry about him getting too famous oh yeah maybe oh, goes down the poly problem yeah yeah but uh what we do in the shadows thor ragnarok genuinely the funniest superhero film i've ever seen yep um and then this is just like he's getting better and better he's a great hitler oh my gosh yeah. so funny no one plays no one ever says that phrase <laughs> <laughs> for good reason. Yeah. Number three for me. Yeah. Knives Out. Really? Yeah. We haven't even done our podcast about it. I know. Oh, um, that's so great. a bit of a spoiler yeah, for yeah. my feelings. <laughs> um, turns out he likes it, guys. Turns out I like it. I thought that um, Knives Out was the definition of a fun time at the yeah. movies. Yeah. It, um, it had me on the edge of my seat. It was like... It was so fit in the genre of whodunit yeah. that I, I normally don't love things that are just so genre seeped, but it did it so well. It did some of the the things you do in a whodunit, but they did it in a very contemporary and interesting way. Yes. They didn't literally do the, I bet you're all wondering why I've gathered you here today. One of you right. in this room is a murderer. Right, right, right. But they kind of did without yep. actually doing it. It's great. And they, they, they did it in a way where you you didn't spend <laughs> too long overthinking who done it yeah. you know and then um it was just like twists after turn after zig after zag it was so much fun and it was yeah. so stylish and the sets were great and the, oh, the, the actors, the actors were, really were, were were great it was, it was so it was so well written it was so tight um it but was it just does, so much fun to watch and it still has those things where you're like oh but i bet he did this. right oh, well no maybe oh, it's because okay. you're expecting that so maybe it's this yeah, yeah. i love that that's great. yeah so good number three for me knives out i'm gonna go again because oh. we're just to just yeah, change let's do it number two of my top movies of 2019 parasite yep. um loved parasite like like knives out i i and i was thinking about um parasite when i was watching knives out yeah because Parasite, I was kept on trying to think what's going to happen next. Yeah. And I was wrong every single time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I loved that. And it kept on changing what it was. Yeah. And it was so bizarre to have a movie be something totally different from anything yeah. out there is just. It's a hard feat. to do. It's hard to do. 
And it's hard to take when it does keep changing, not not drastically, it, it's smoothly changed transition from like yeah. comedy from to horror to, to, yeah. to, yeah. His movies are, are getting better and better to me. And uh, The Host, I really love The Host. Yeah. That's one of my favorites of his, but... I'll say this one's probably my favorite that he's done. And, yeah, it's a movie that stands out and is kind of universally loved. Yeah. Uh, so I will go ahead and say that's also my number two. Oh, Parasite's right definitely in my number two. Uh, I'm saying number two just because it's convenient. It could have been number one, and I just switched it. You don't know, <laughs> and I don't know more importantly. This is impossible for me. Usually I don't rank them. I just put them in a group because it's hard enough to get them down. I know. But let's but say it's, it's two. Fun. It's fun. Yeah. Let's say it's two. Number two. Number two, Parasite for both of us. Yeah. Wow, you'd love to see that happen. You want to do my number um, one? You want to do your number one? Let's save you for last. Okay. You're the star of this show. That's true. Let's, I cannot argue with you. <laughs> my favorite movie of 2019. Roma, I get it. <laughs> it's Roma again, y'all. Or it's Cats. Before I even see it, it's Cats. Um, my number one, my favorite movie of 2019 was Give Me Liberty. Really? It was absolutely my number one favorite. I watched it twice. Um, I loved how, again, like Parasite, yeah. it was different from a whole bunch of other movies. It like had it had this space. It like it bumbled at times. It it was like really uh, inclusive to everything. I felt like it was a really good way of like doing a movie in 2019 where. Um, that that like is inclusive without being like oh we're trying to be inclusive right. and also like it it involved music in a way yeah. that is really difficult to do that showed like the community of music it showed how people interact with each other and come into their lives and uh, like for a moment or a blip and uh, um, it showed the heart of these characters and it was unlike any other movie that I saw it made me feel big feelings. Um, it, it's my favorite kinds. I know mine too. Ones. I like the big ones. I like the big ones, <laughs> and it uh, it made me feel a lot. And it is I, really great. I I really really love that movie. I also think movie. it's interesting how that movie is just chaos, chaos, chaos. Yes, and then little moments of connection, which is essentially what life is. <laughs> exactly. Chaos, and you're just hoping for these tiny moments of connection and happiness, and then back to the chaos. I I am so glad that you said that because there I was watching. I, I forgot what movie it was. Probably The Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> the Irishman. And, and it was like, this isn't how life is. You know, like, we're not, like, it's not scripted like yeah. this. It's not, like, stylized yeah. like this. We're not, like, ready for this. Most of life is chaos. Most of it is, like, built on things that happened the day before. And you're, like, yeah. you woke up and you're just dealing with the day. And that was yeah. it. That was the whole movie was, like, you wo like yesterday happened. You woke up. What do you got to deal with now, today? This day is just full of. Uh, it's just full of, of things that yeah. happen outside of uh, our yeah. grasp. And it, it yeah. dealt with that, uh, that you know, the, the reality yeah. of life in a way that. I felt like no other It's really, really funny because typically I like films that don't show me the reality of life sure. because I'm like, I see that plenty. <laughs> I, I like ones that take me out of that a lot. Uh, but the ones that do it really well are very impressive, yeah. like that do kind of show you that while also, you know, adding in some style there. Yep.
Give Me Liberty, my number one movie of 2019. That's pretty good. And that uh, that actor, that main actor, whose name I'm blanking on, he just also got nominated uh, for a couple things. Like, really? I think he's doing really well good. in some of those independent film awards. It's one that I know it's not gonna it's not gonna win an Oscar and it's not gonna like be up for for best picture even though it yeah. should and so but it's getting attention at the what I think are the better awards shows sure. it's the ones that kind of represent a re, a genuine class of upcoming or really solid filmmaking as mm-hmm. opposed to the same old fare that you see all the time yeah uh, my number one uh, and I think Most this is pretty power. accurate is, yeah, uh, drum roll please. Yeah. Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, wow. I, I wanted movie. to say it early because I didn't know if we would get to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so glad it's number one. It was so much fun, but I don't want to dominate this conversation. No, no, no. <laughs> why, uh, why did you love this? It, it is fun. It was fun and heartbreaking and, like, hopeful. I love – it was a lot – there was a lot more quirk. We talked about this. A lot more quirk in it than I expected there to be, um, not only visually but, like, the performances. Um and I love that. I love mm-hmm. adding that just a little strange or cute or fun element yes. to the story that's, like, it's not just heartbreaking, but it's also, like, uh, hopeful and sweet. You see the relationship between these two friends. You see the relationship between the family members. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just see the development of this kind of quiet kid who's, like, just trying to, like, hold on to this memory, whether it's real or not. And then overarching i've said this a ton the performance by jonathan majors who has been who's also been nominated for this performance in a couple of great places and this was like the first thing that he was in yeah i think so yeah is that possible i think so and then now he's getting like spike gonna work with spike lee good his performance was so wonderful and strange he plays this very awkward very intelligent sweet best friend ah man it's the my favorite performance of the year probably yeah, I would say hands down. Um, and uh, just that kind of movie makes me so excited. <laughs> like, oh, this has got all these different elements in it that are like, sweet story. I laughed a lot, and I was like, oh, a ton. And there, and there was like parts of the movie where it was artsy for the sake of being artsy. Sure. You know, like, as a movie, we are making art. Yeah. So let's have a moment where we just make art. We show you this is this is a this lovely is way to show this. Yeah, we're gonna show this I anyway. Let's try it in a very lovely way. Yeah, I, um, I love that. And had great influences. Clearly influenced by Spike Lee. There were some moments in there had some Wes Anderson shots in it. But I mean, again, like uh, like we talked about with Waves, you could see elements from other contemporary filmmakers that. I mean, they're great people to to pull from. Yeah, great people and it was, to be influenced. It by. was it was a true. It was an ode to San Francisco. Yeah. You know, it was a love letter to a city. Yeah. Like I love to see that. And a great house. Great house. Great, great shots. House. Um, yeah, love that movie so much. House great. has a great poster, by the way. I'm a big fan of cool posters. That one has a really nice painted poster. K. Polly's number yeah. one movie of 2019. Last Black Man in San Francisco. That's right. So good. Nice. Okay. All right. So go see if those are still out. Go see them. Um, yeah, if they come back around. See them, uh, see them over and over can. and over and over again. Um, and movies will come out in 2019 that we have not seen yet. That we There's one called Portrait of a Lady on Fire that I could not be more excited about, and I'm so mad that it's not going to be out until like January something. Dang. But I keep um, hearing so much great Also, you can always watch Roma again. If oh, you're, you could, but it's on the small <laughs> screen, which was irresponsible of Mr. Quarone. If you're looking for the best movie in 2019 <laughs> to watch again, 
Watch Roma. <laughs> All right, um, let's do a preview of movies that are coming out. We are in. Uh, we are in the middle of of the yeah. season. You know, all the movies want to come out right now because if you come out right now, you're thought of as being an Oscar contender, right. even though you are Oscar contenders all year round. Hello, committee. Look at Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah. Look at Give Me Liberty. But uh, be smart. You know. So movies that are coming out soon. Yeah, you like to see movies. You like to get away from the folks for a while or with the folks and go see movies. I remember when I remember when going to see a movie on Christmas Day, it was dead. Like yeah. that was the great thing. Like, oh I'd go and like I get to watch a movie real quick. Now, now it's a thing. When I go visit my folks, they have like three multiplexes within twenty minutes. They're all packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, a it's a it's a really fun thing to yeah. do. I mean, I last year was the first year that I went. I went with my mom. Oh yeah. Saw a movie and it was awesome. Yeah. And loved it. So So here's some options this holiday season. Yes. Starting off. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. New Star Wars movie is out. I don't know if you've s- heard of this series of <laughs> It's a little bit of a, yeah. It's about a kid trilogy. down on his luck. He's just <laughs> trying to get ahead. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Star Wars, I'll see it the day that it comes out. Will you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my friend runs a Star Wars website. <laughs> I want to get you a T-shirt and, uh, that so, says my friend runs a Star Wars website. So I <laughs> I have to see it on the day that it comes out with him. I will see it eventually. I've, lo- I've lost these, its shine for me, but I still like them. I enjoy them when I see them. The and like the I, I enjoy them when I see them too. But yeah. I'm really like the trilogy movies. Yeah, they're just like so locked into right. their structure and their characters. And then they're like they have to do the things that they've done in the past. And they also have to do new stuff. Right. So it's just like, it's so much where Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. On the other hand, have you been watching? No, I have not seen. I told my friend that runs a Star Wars website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See the t shirt. <laughs> I was like, 90% of the Star Wars universe is not for me. Yeah. Um, but I love, love Mandalorian. Mandalorian, really. It's. Is that the one that's got Baby Yoda? It's got Baby Yoda. Baby! Uh, the one thing that we can all yeah. agree on as human USA beings. has Baby Yoda fever. Is we can all agree that Baby Yoda is cute. <laughs> and you don't have a heart if you don't love it. Um, but what I really like about Mandalorian is, like, it's so simple. Yeah. There's Baby Yoda, a thing that we can all agree right. is We're precious and, we should, and no one should harm him. Yeah. And we need to protect him. Yeah, That's does, it. Does Baby Yoda fight? Yet? That's the whole thing. That's so the entire qu- story. So many beginning, questions. middle, and end is we need to protect this thing that is beautiful and precious. That is a Baby Yoda. Oh, that's amazing. So, um, if you want to watch Mandalorian, watch that. But Star Wars is also coming out. Star Wars is coming out. Also coming out on the twentieth that same weekend is Bombshell. You have to adopt the mentality of an Irish street cop. The world is a bad place. People are lazy morons. Minorities are criminals. Sex is sick but interesting. Ask yourself what would scare my grandmother or piss off my grandfather. And that's a Fox story. Oh, it makes so much sense. Women are everywhere. We're letting them play golf and tennis now. HR's on the phone because you called me a skirt. Yeah, Yeah. I got to read that manual again. (laughs) Yeah, so Bombshell is about Megyn Kelly. 
and um, Fox News and Donald Trump, and it's like extremely, extremely timely. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I, I, I was saw the previews, and I was like, how do you write, get funding for, yeah. film? edit and release a movie that seems like it will have a shelf life of a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be a history. The weird the weirdest thing, I saw the trailer yesterday. Yeah. And I it was the first time I'd seen the trailer and I did not recognize um Charlie's throne in it. She looks very much like Some yeah, Megan I don't Kelly. know what they did. It's very subtle. Yeah. She looks uh, is she playing Megan Kelly? She's playing Megan Kelly, I believe. Yeah, she's playing Megan Kelly. And she looks like her, but they did something very subtle with the makeup or something where I genuinely could not have picked her out as Charlize Theron. Yeah. But it's not like prosthetics or anything. It's just, I don't know what it is, but they did a great job. It looks to me like, you know, we were talking about how Give Me Liberty is just like a representation of like how kind of life is. Like you wake up and you're, it's chaos. Right. That, I think that movie looks like it's the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like every second is played out and is oh, dramatic yeah. and all the people in life like have these long arcs that they're waiting to, you know, yeah. they're waiting to work out perfectly like they planned or people are stabbing each other in the back. It's got a really it's interesting not, a broad cast as well. It does. So I just, I, I'm going in skeptical of Bombshell. Sure. I'm interested in the story more than I am the movie. Yeah. But but it'll be interesting to see how it's played out. Like I said, uh, I just saw the trailer yesterday, so I'm, like, still kind of absorbing it. And there's a big reveal where it's, like, it says Fox News in it. I'm like, oh, now I – because you kind of see what's happening, but you're not 100% sure Sure. in the trailer. I mean, Roger Ailes is in the – Yeah. Oh, played by uh, John Lithgow. Yeah. Who's maybe, like, one of my favorite humans. Yeah. Um. Okay, also on the 20th is... Oh, let's get into it. Tonight is a magical night where I choose the cat that deserves a new life. Going to the ball could get dangerous. Cats, Cats. baby! Jellicle cats, jellicle cats, and jellicle cats. Um, Have you seen the trailer for Cats? I... Have because if not, I was going to genuinely say, "Let's stop." I've seen the trailer it. for Cats. Um, <laughs> you're you're loving when the that hate. trailer came out in the office in Milwaukee film. I think everyone stopped what they were doing and like, "Did you see it?" And like, Tom oh, sent that. it around. We went to different people's offices to watch it again. It is so absurd. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to give you some background. Yeah, settle in. When I was a teen, I was a teen once. A lot of people think I came out fully formed. Huh? Uh, I was a teen. I was obsessed with cats. I saw it. My my uncle was head of security at the Muni. Oh my he god! Got us front row in tickets. Missouri. In Missouri, yeah, in St. Louis, and I saw it front row center. Oh. And at age thirteen, seeing people in cat suits like sexily, and I was like hormone monster. Oh yeah, and I was like, I think oh. I think that one's looking at me. Like I'm thirteen. Like, no one's looking at this chubby thirteen year old kid. I love this. Um, I was obsessed with cats. I loved it so much. Wow. So I'm kind of excited to see it in a genuine way. After watching the trailer, I'm like, this is terrifying, but also funny. What were you expecting? I mean, the, I that... was not expecting them to project human faces on other people's bodies. The weird CGI thing mm. they have where the faces are essentially 
oddly CGI'd into the body. But like, that is like that's how it is on the stage. Is like people. No. It's like people. There's no CGI on the stage. I mean, there's no CGI on the stage, but it's it's, them, it's like human bodies yeah, no. and cats. So I like I don't I don't I don't get what is so weird about it when it's like. That. It's it's strange to begin with, so yeah. it doesn't seem like I am on seem board like for far. humans in cat suits. I'm on board for humans in cat suits with makeup, but they if you look at that trailer, there's something they do. It's like they're projecting the makeup onto their faces. Sure, there's also giant sets, which is a lot like the stage yeah. <laughs> stage set. Then there's some trampolines involved. I'm like, yep, hundred percent. I'm on board for this. I am have such a strange mix of feeling like this is going to be the dumbest movie of all time with I'm going to be delighted by every second of it. I, I think it's like exactly <laughs> what Cats is on Broadway, which is like, it's like we all know it's not like the greatest Broadway musical of all How time. You? How dare you? <laughs> but also we all know that it's like yeah. fun and weird no. and we should all see Listen, it. Listen, I think we're kind of saying the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe have slightly different bents to it. Sure. But it is just absurdly, lo- it looks absurd. I'm some, in for the absurdity. Yeah, yeah. I am all on board I've for never, like the absurd I've never shied away weirdism. from some weird, weird stuff. Uh-huh. But I think that's going to be entertaining. Okay. Um, Those are kind of like all the, like the big, broad, like blockbusters that are coming out on the 20th. Yeah. And then there are like some serious Oscar contenders. The New Little Women? There's a new Little Women. Gerwig's Little Women. I think it's the ninth What's iteration of Little Women. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the sixth or the ninth. Or it's, yeah. you know, past five. Yeah, that's getting a lot of buzz. Greta Gerwig's Greta Gerwig. hot right now. Oh, yeah. She's and, great. And um, also, people love that story. So I think that'll be, and it's perfect, kind of perfect for a Christmas Timothy movie. Chalamet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Little Women Timothée looks great. Chalamet. Timothée Chalamet. Um, also, like, a great cast yeah. of. Um, oh, yeah. Everyone. Saoirse Ronan. Oh, Saoirse. End we of list. <laughs> End of list. <laughs> That's all I care about. Um, so <laughs> that that will be a big one coming out on Christmas, getting a lot of Oscar buzz yeah. already. So yeah. be on the on the lookout for Little Women. For sure. And other Oscar buzz. And if you want something grittier yeah. on Christmas. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I'm very excited about it. The Softy Brothers new movie. They did a movie called Good Time a couple years ago with Robbie Patty. No. Um, that's Robert Pattinson. That's a little shorthand I do. Um, and it's got, this is so exciting, it's got Adam Sandler in yet one more serious role, which yes. I love it. when Like, Punch Drug Love was brilliant, and I was really hoping so he was going to start going down that path where he like, right. does some comedy and does some serious stuff. And this one looks perfect, and he's getting a lot of buzz for being like amazing in it. He is. And I've heard that, I've heard that, the role that he plays yeah. is not too different from like the movie, from like the role that he has played in like a Billy Madison oh, or like yeah. a Happy Gilmore. But it's like a serious look yeah. at that character. It's like if that character, it's kind of like if you get an artist who draws very realistically and they take like, uh, um, like Rick and Morty, and they're like, "This is what Rick and Morty would look like if they were real people." And it's right. like terrifying, but right. really fascinating. Right. So that's Uncut yeah. Gems. Also, it has Kevin Garnett in it. Um, yeah, that's the right. kid, you know, like one of the greatest <laughs> basketball players of all time, a Hall of Famer for sure. You has, know me, I love orange ball. Uh, <laughs> has taken a pivot <laughs> after basketball, after uh, after a career in the NBA and basketball, and is now turning towards movies. Yeah. He produced uh, the documentary Cue Ball, which was at oh, yeah, the Milwaukee yeah, yeah. Film Festival and was excellent. And he plays not a bit role 
in this, but he yeah. plays like a large role in Uncut Gems. I can't wait to see Kevin Garnett, KG, the yeah. kid on the screen with Adam Sandler. I agree with all of those things. Oh, as soon as I good. figure out what those mean, I will say yes. <laughs> also coming out on Christmas Day is the movie 1917. I don't care. If you have ever <laughs> been interested in yet another movie about one of the world wars, this movie is for you. Yeah. Both me and Kay Polly just done just, with world war movies the only the only attraction that movie has for me and you know it's i get it there's a lot of people who are still gonna be interested in that and that's fine and it's probably yeah. a good time for it I but i do like that almost the entire cast of sherlock holmes is in is in that movie that's great yeah you that's got it. moriarty you got <laughs> sherlock and you got some other villain from a previous incarnation is it really um yeah there's a bunch of actors from that tv series because uh benedict cumberbatch is in it i've heard of him and then the guy who, oh, I wish I remembered his name. He's such a good actor. He plays Moriarty in that series. They're going to be in it, too. Sure. So you got good actors in it. You know what happens. The good guys win. Yeah, it's, it was in all the papers. <laughs> World War, it was in all the papers. World War II, they kind of told you everything you need to know. Uh, it seems, yeah, I'm sure it's a very interesting story, and I'm sure if I watched it, I would like it. I was very surprised when I saw Darkest Hour with uh, Gary Oldman oh, as yeah. Churchill. Fine. I was... I saw that kind of begrudgingly, and I was surprised at how much I loved that movie. It was one of my favorites that year. I was really surprised that he so, gained all that weight for that role. <laughs> yeah, really well done. <laughs> yeah, I like that, too. And every once in a while, like, they can be done well. Yeah. Um, but do we have to I'm see just, everyone? I'm just not. Do you I, have to release, you know, like, multiple yeah, World War movies a year? They're, they do well, it's so we're going to keep doing them. People. Okay. Um, also, uh, on Christmas Day, Limited, yeah. it's going to be Just Mercy. Uh, by... Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, I hope I'm saying his name right. He did a Short Term 12, which is a movie I really like. Michael B. Jordan, uh, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Love seeing him, him in movies again. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Foxx in a serious role. Yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. In, um, Based it, on a true story. Yep. Of civil rights defense attorney Brian Stevenson. He recounts his experiences and details in a case of a condemned death row prisoner whom he fought to free. Yeah. This also seems it's like good. a good uh, holiday Oscar fair type of film. Right. Could be good. And Michael B. Jordan's always great. And that's all I have. Last last one. Uh, there's a release of the new incarnation of Black Christmas. Oh. Who's in it? Very limited release. Has any have you seen have you ever seen the original Black um, Christmas? No. I recently rewatched it. Margot Kidder in it. It's really entertaining. <laughs> the original one, it's essentially uh, a sorority house terrorized by a stranger on Christmas. <laughs> Classic. It's, I don't know. I don't think this was the the calls coming from inside the house originator, but it's got a similar vibe. A lot of phone calls. A lot okay. Of creepy, creepy. Wow! Uh, sounds Christmas and Day voices on the end. Horror movie. Yeah, so they're doing Nightmare a new one. Christmas scenario. Yeah, they did one in 2006, but now they have another one coming out, and it's by Sophia Tikal, who did um, Always Shine, which got some play, and uh, Green, which was like these independent films. But I'm kind of excited. She's an actress too. 
Um, but yeah, they're essentially a, re- a retelling of that same story. Hawthorne College is quieting down for the holidays. Oh, read, read yeah. me more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. One by one, sorority girls on campus are being killed by an unknown stalker. Oh, my God. Who is it? So, yeah. Who know- well, I can't tell you that. Oh, well, okay. you got to watch that movie. I guess we don't know. But I think that'll be a fun alternative also, to. Yeah. So if you are lucky enough to be in a town, be uh, hopefully we'll get it here somewhere, but mm. I, I haven't seen tell of it yet. Okay. Yeah. That's the review preview. Oh, my gosh. Top 10 and then movies coming up. I'm sure there are other movies that are coming out that yeah. we will see as well. Oscar season around the corner. Um, all right. That's it. See you out there. See you out there. Thank you. Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. DJ Kenny The DJ. We get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the licensed lab. It's like Santa's elves. We our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Huey Lewis and the Newsk. Love that. Uh, we also get support from Steinhoffel's Furniture and Associated Bank. Appreciate it. Thank y'all. Also from our members from Milwaukee Film and 889 Radio Milwaukee. You are all wonderful. And then finally, we'd like to thank Christopher Pollard. Oh, please do. What a guy. I can't leave the studio until I'm thanked. <laughs> And uh, you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are Cinnabuds. Next week, we're talking about Knives Out. Are you blind when you're born? We're out. Can you see in the dark? Can you look at a king? Would you sit on his throne? Can you say of your bite that it's worse than your bark? Are you cock of the walk? When you're walking along Because jellicles are And jellicles do Jellicles do And jellicles would Jellicles would And jellicles can Jellicles can And jellicles do When you fall on your head Do you land on your feet? Are you tense when you sense There's a storm in the air? Can you find your way blind when you're lost in the street? Do you know how to go to the heavy side layer? Because jellicles can and jellicles do.